October's Children is a paranormal horror podcast and contains language and subject matter not suitable for all audiences. Content warnings can be found in our show notes. Listener discretion is advised. I still think it's amazing that you managed to grow all this, Grace. Carrots, broccoli, and kale are hardly orchids, love. I mean, sure, for you, maybe. But you've got at least two green thumbs here. (laughs) Next year we'll start you on some radishes, okay? Even you can't screw up radishes too badly. Remember where you were when you said that. I'll probably create a wasteland. A zone of desolation and despair where nothing grows and the social contract falls to ruin. Where up is down, left is right, and conservative media begins to make sense. Okay. Now I know something's wrong. I'm willing to entertain the notion of you accidentally creating a superfund site, but conservative media coagulating into a coherent narrative? That doesn't sound like the Ollie I know and love. Something's up. You're right. It's just... they passed that referendum to get prayer into the local schools. Oh, Gross. I know, it's repulsive. No, not that. Well, yes, that too, actually. But look at this. If you look under the leaves, the entire bed's covered in it. Oh, ew, what is that? Let me grab a piece. We can look it up online. Uh, You sure you want to bring that into the house? You probably shouldn't be touching it with your bare hands either. Maybe it's got some sort of fungus. Could get spores everywhere. Mm, I don't think so. It's sort of yellowish-white, sure. But the texture is all raw. Oh, God! What? What? What is it? Are you okay? No, I'm not okay. It's a fucking tooth, Ollie! Our garden's growing a crop of human fucking teeth! Grace doing? I don't know. She was pretty freaked out, but we made some tea and she settled down, more or less. We're trying to figure out what to do with a garden full of teeth. Like, do you tear the plants out? Hire an exorcist? Hire a dentist? Pave it over and hope no one notices? Because let me tell you, this was not in the Welcome to Wolfbrook instructional pamphlet I got when I moved in. Well, whatever you decide to do, Don't do it until I get a chance to come over and take pictures. Oh, darn it. I think I'm getting pulled over. You you think you're getting pulled over? How does a person not know if they're being pulled over? 
This has never happened to me before. I drive the speed limit in everything, and it doesn't even really look like a cruiser. It's just a dark sedan with lights and stuff. Shit, okay. Well, they're definitely playing your song. Be careful. Move slow, and remember, you have the right to remain silent. Use it. And for fuck's sake, get off the phone. And also, call me back after to let me know you're okay. Officer? Officer? Officer... I'm sorry. I can see your badge number, but not your name. <laughs> Did you, um... Do you need to see my, uh... Slake? With the Union Monitor. Um, I'm doing a piece on the local, on the heroes of local law enforcement, and I, I just had a really great interview with one of your officers. They said I should ask Captain Beaumont for, um, a few follow-up questions. Uh, could you please connect me to her? Let me see if she's Captain, thank you so much for taking my call. Always happy to welcome a new face to the town. And I'm not sure I've had the pleasure. How are you enjoying working at the paper? Uh, oh, the Union Monitor is great. Yeah, they've been treating me very well. That's great. Glad to hear it. So, how can I help you today? Um, I'm doing a piece on the heroes of local law enforcement. And, um, I had a really great interview with one of your officers. Yeah, very friendly, um, very informative, oh, but, you know, rookie mistake on my end, I didn't catch their name. I do have their badge number, though. I was hoping you could tell me their name, um, maybe a fun fact about them or something. Sure, I can do that. What was the number? Four, uh, I think. Four. 
I think. You think? The font was a little strange. It was either a very stylized four, or it was a 21 with, like, the one overlaying the bottom of the two, if that makes sense. And then there may have been an umlaut. An umlaut. Over the might have been a four. Um, yes? Oh, an umlaut over the four. Oh, sure, that's Officer Fournier. Bit of a joke, them having that number, you see. Yeah, they're great. A uh, star pitcher for the softball team when we play against the firefighters each spring. That's perfect, thanks. Anything else I can help you with today? No, no, I think I've got everything I need now. Thank you so much for your time. I, uh, I, just so you know, I don't actually know when this story will be printed. They gave me a really long timeline since I'm new and all. Well, we'll be sure to put a copy on the break room fridge when we see it. You have a great day now. Thanks, you too. Four with a fucking umlaut? Shit! This is Police Captain Victoria Beaumont in Wolfbrook, New Hampshire. I need to speak with the director. Postcode? Yeah, yeah, wait a second. I heard you. Hold on, damn it. Pasco? I said I heard you. Oscar Romeo Whiskey Hotel 1968. Please hold. You are now connected. Hello? Every goddamn time. I hate this. Have you dispatched any agents to Wolfbrook, New Hampshire or the surrounding area? Listen, Betsy, I really appreciate you taking point on the Blackbird posting. Well, you certainly didn't have to, and you're a lifesaver. Sincerely, thank you. (sighs) Of course, if the department head hadn't changed my syllabus on me, none of this would be necessary. But without such delightful surprises, life would be too boring to live. (laughs) Clearly. All right, Mr. Phone, what's the weather going to be like tomorrow? Partly cloudy, pleasantly brisk. I wonder if I should ask Ollie to grab lunch in the park. Do they even take a lunch break? I mean, that would be their busiest time of day, wouldn't it? Wait, what floor am I on? No, 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 no! Okay, then I'll just press the call button. Which is both broken and requires a key. Phenomenal. I need more exercise anyway. Time to take the... uh, Where's the stairwell? The stairwell's right next to the elevator. Ah, good. Yes. Flickering fluorescent lights in a sub-basement. 
Mrs. Buff wholesome and entirely unreminiscent of literally thousands of horror movies. There must be a stairwell around here somewhere. I'm going to have to introduce someone to the ADA. And now it's dark. Hello? Hello? Oh my god, what is that smell? It's like ozone and fungus. Seems to be coming. Watch your step there. Ah! Oh, sweet lord, you could have given me a coronary. Oh, now I think that's unlikely. Young man like yourself? You're made of sterner stuff, Conrad. Uh, thank you for the vote of confidence, but... Also, really, Samuel, please, please never do that to me again. Uh, do what? Appear suddenly out of the darkness? Uh, no promises. Really? Yeah. Why? Well, now, how else would I stop you from going ass over tea kettle down that flight of steps? They're concrete. <laughs> Don't think you're next in line for a heart attack, but dashing your brains out because you're wandered into a sub-basement? I'd say that's a reasonable contender for your obituary. I'm confused. Should I feel insulted? If you want to. Never thought much of the idea of telling other folks how to feel, personally. Watch yourself. Where does that lead, anyway? Oh, that? Oh, uh, just some old steam tunnels. Now, let's get you back upstairs. Y you're all right on stairs, ain't you? They're not my favorite, but sure. Can't we just use the elevator, though? Oh, uh, sorry. Still working on fixing the call panel. You want to see the sun again? It's this way. How many times do I have to tell you? Call me Sophia. You know that I'm not really supposed to talk to you unless you have an emergency, don't you, Sophia? Ah, and you know that I will keep calling until you talk to me. Loneliness is a real problem for the elderly. I read about it in the paper, even. Loneliness and isolation in older adults, the article was called. Someday when I am elderly, I will have many friends much younger than I am. To keep me spry. Besides, how many other calls have you had tonight, hmm? It has been kind of slow. We did have a degloving come in a couple of hours ago. Ooh, a degloving. What is that? It's when someone has all the skin. You know what? Let's go back to talking about your preserves. How did the apple butter come out? Oh, wonderful! Yeah. Hello. Yes. Thank you. I'm looking for the Everton Gun Show. Sure. Is that here, then? Sure. Only we seem to be the only ones here. Yeah. Very well. I'd like to purchase a firearm. What you looking for? Nothing terribly flashy. Something dependable with stopping power for 
self-defense and possibly for use in deterring bears. Perhaps a 357. Huh. You want a handgun that'll work on bear? Probably better off with a 44. 45. Then let's try the 44. Revolver in case anything. Less to go wrong. May I? Sure. That's a fine gun. Is the price on the tag correct? Yeah. Fair enough. I'd like this and three boxes of ammunition to go with it, please. Is there... paperwork? Using paper or plastic? Paper. Should be all the paperwork we need, then. What's your name? Monk. Hello, Monk. I'm Bill. We're friends, right? Old friends. Yes. Correct. See, now we're old friends, I can draw on my vast reservoirs of personal knowledge about you. I know you to be of sound character and good judgment, and therefore, this being a gun show and all, I have no compunction about selling you this here firearm without need for a background check or official identification, on account I knows you. Yes. Of course. It's been great catching up on old times, Bill. Do you accept hundreds, my good and dear friend? Shut up and go away. No. I was finally asleep, fucker. If it's that newspaper kid asking about his two fucking dollars, swear, I'm gonna... I'm gonna... I'm gonna brain the little twerp with this fucking golfing trophy. Dad's got plenty more. All right, you little puke. I got your two dollars, right? Whoa there. Oh shit. Mr. Jeff? I mean, Tremley? Jeff's your dad. What? What are you doing here? Mrs. C said you were supposed to stop by this morning. You didn't show. She got worried, and as these things do, eventually it got to be my problem. So now I'm here doing a wellness check. 
Hey, are you drunk? Maybe. What's it to you? Renee, it's not even two in the afternoon on a weekday and you're already drunk. Already or still? Huh? Huh? Truly, a question for the sages. I think you mean ages. Do I? Do I? Well, I guess I'm invited in then. <sighs> you want a beer? No, thank you. And I'm pretty sure you don't either. You are not my dad. Fuck. My dad is barely my dad. No, I'm not your dad. I'm your friend. And right now, your friend is worried about you. You okay? Me? Oh, yeah. I'm great. I'm just fucking peachy me. Rich and famous. I've got a kick-ass ride me. I'm the crown princess of a dead-end crapsack mill town in the middle of fucking nowhere. My life's a joke, and I almost got my fucking ticket punched by Mrs. Cox. I almost got shot by a witch. And I think monsters might be real. Monsters that aren't human, I mean. Fuckers the size of a truck. And I have to pretend like everything is normal. <laughs> I almost died. So, no. No, I am not okay. Hey. Hey, now, it's okay to not be okay. You know that, right? Do I? Because let me tell you, that was not what I was taught when I was little. <laughs> well, I guess it's a good thing you grew up to be such an independent thinker and a badass, right? Someone who's smart enough to know they have friends and brave enough to ask them for help when they need it? Yeah, right. I'm a real badass. I'm a fucking mess is what I am. Three sheets to the wind and suffering from PTSD is what you are. Come on, let me in the fridge and I'll fix you up some eggs and toast. You get the coffee going. When you're feeling better, we can have an actual talk about how you're doing. Maybe call Ollie, or better yet, we can set you up with an appointment with a professional. Sound good? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So do we, like, hug now or something? I mean, are you feeling a need for us to hug? Not really, no. Seems like a thing people would do in this sort of sit situation, but I think it just feel weird. Okay, good. Uh, um... All about being there for my friends, but one, I'm not much of a hugger, and two, I don't know that it'd be such a great idea. Why's that? You got something going on with somebody? <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. I never said anything of the kind. You pretty much know everybody I do. 
you know that my daughter comes first. She's too young, and it's too soon, and, and she might start getting confused if I look at some local lady like that. Yeah, the local scene's fucking ho oh, shit! You got a thing for the reporter! Uh, no comment? Third trial. Readings from the Geiger counter are negligible. Have opted to forego lead cladding. Interesting readings along broad swatches of the EMF, but isotropic probe is no longer sending data that can be regarded as either consistent or accurate. Assume corruption of the digital platform. Have deployed analog gauss and tesla meters along the periphery of the phenomenon attempting to account for and minimize interference from nearby scrap. Unsure audio recording is reliable based on previous trials. There is a hum or droning that seems to originate from well beyond the epicenter of the phenomenon, regardless of the angle of the approach. There is a wavering distortion in the air, somewhat akin to heat haze. Objects, mostly metal, within the phenomenon's boundary are beginning to move. It appears to be a pattern effect, likely magnetic. Though some non-ferrous materials are also caught in the movement, the materials are forming themselves into a variation on the spiral fractal previously observed. Wait. Something is happening in the air above the phenomenon. I can see something in the darkness. Thank you for listening to October's Children, Episode 4, Uphill in January. We hope that you enjoyed the show, and that you'll stay with us as we continue to tell the story of Wolfbrook and all your friends who live there. After all, they're going to need all the help they can get, and who knows what might happen if you look the other way. October's Children is an original podcast created, written, and directed by Jacob Mendel with sound design by Derek Valen and produced by Derek Valen. October's Children features the voices of Joseph Boslinski, John Cava, Tianyi Skarsen, Johnny Machado, Wilhelmina Marie, Mossball, Stephen Murdoch, Karen O'Brien, Alexandra Ovid, Susanna Snowden Ift, Ray O'Hare, Luna Luna, Halloween Blood Frost, and Paul Warren. October's Children is an Arcana Cast production, copyright 2022. If you'd like to help us keep the lights on, you can find us on Patreon at October's Children Podcast. You can also help us with a signal boost by giving our show a five-star rating. 
and telling your friends about us. We couldn't do this without your support. And we hope you'll join us next time for a new view of Wolfbrook. Until then, remember, never appease tyrants. Yeah, I got a phone on. I'm not entirely certain she's going to be a great day.